Hi everyone, welcome back to the Mentors Connect podcast. Today we have Luke Sayers coming on, who is not only the founder of Sayers, but also the president of the Carlton Football Club. So whether you are a Carlton supporter or an aspiring consultant or someone who wants to go into the consulting industry, highly encourage you to watch this podcast episode. We're going to be discussing his journey into consulting, how he founded Sayers and what makes Sayers different. And also, of course, there's going to be a bit of Carlton involved in that discussion. So as always, before we start this podcast episode, please make sure to smash the like button, subscribe and follow the Mentors Connect podcast and share this with all your friends. It's going to be a great discussion. And now let's get on to meeting Luke. Today, I'm very excited to have a very senior business person in consulting world here today. And that is Mr. Luke Sayers. So thank you, Luke, for coming on today. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me, Chloe. Thank you. So I wanted to get started, actually, hoping you could tell us a bit about yourself, introduce yourself, what is Sayers? Yeah, sure. So um, my name's Luke Sayers. Uh, I've been really, really innovative and come up with a great brand name for my company. It's called Sayers. <laughs> um, and I, uh, I have a family of four daughters, wonderful wife, uh, beautiful, uh, sometimes beautiful, uh, four-year-old cavoodle female dog. Um, I'm a passionate Carlton Football Club uh, person, uh, and I also believe that um, you know we should all be visible in the community and helping uh, helping more broadly across our communities in Australia. So um, that's Luke. No, great. So I actually want to get started. So. I might list off a bit of Luke's impressive resume. He's the CEO of Sayers, an amazing company, which in two years he's grown to have over three offices, Sydney, Brisbane, Canberra and Melbourne, four offices. And he also was the CEO of PwC and notably, I think, which is pretty cool, is he's the president of the Carlton Football Club. But you obviously have this amazing resume. And what I'm curious to know is what were your interests as a kid? Did you always have this tenacity to do things and get out there? So I, I grew up in country Victoria. And so, um, you know, I loved playing my, my, my cricket and my football as a, as a young Victorian, Victorian boy. Um, we then spent a period of time in Calgary in Canada, uh, which was, you know, my parents were, 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 my dad was a principal and my mum was a teacher. Um, and so they went on and did further studies. Um, and so they're quite, quite academically motivated. Um, but growing up in Canada for a four year period, just again, was sort of out of your comfort zone, whole slew of different friends, Canadians, ice hockey, hot dogs, hamburgers, you know, gridiron, all of that sort of thing, which I think kind of just uh, gave me gave me learnings and gave me encouragement to kind of get out there. And and then I came back came back to Melbourne and uh, and and finished finished high school and went on to university without knowing at all kind of what I wanted to do. Um, but my mum and dad basically said, well, you know, if you can do numbers and accounting, kind of that will hold you in good stead. And it was kind of the technology wave was just starting in the late 80s and mum and dad kind of said, well, if you can do technology, computer science and numbers, um, you know, pretty much 
all industries are kind of heading in some way, shape or form towards financial literacy and technology literacy. And so, you know, you can kind of figure it out from there. So I, I did. I kind of fell into university and, and uh, um, did a double degree in, in finance and accounting and computer science and probably... Um, you know, I think back to those days, I was always a self-starter. I was always quite motivated. Um, I, I wouldn't consider myself a techie, even though I was in quite techie-related courses, um, and I consider myself more a, a people person, and so that probably helped me in good stead to do different things through university. Uh, I was president of the Accounting and Computing Society, bloody fun group that was, and, uh, and then, you know, yeah, started at PwC and away, away you go. Now, unbelievable. And I think it's so interesting. So even you as a young person, especially when technology was really starting up, you did a double degree in computer science and accounting. And what I'm curious now is, would you say your parents obviously really pushed you to do that and they've really influenced your career in that way? Look, they didn't, um, they didn't push me. They were, they were both terrific in... Um, giving me my own sort of space. Uh, um, at the time in which I finished and was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, you know, I really had no idea. You know, I I I was um, I was I was playing a lot of ice hockey um, here, and also spent some time some time overseas. And um, I knew I wanted to go to university, but I knew after first year of university I wanted to go overseas for a year and just travel. And I'd line that up with my three best mates, and that was that was a non-negotiable. But mum and dad were insistent that I had to at least start something, or else I think they were worried I'd never come back. So <laughs> I I I remember weighing up. I wasn't sure whether I wanted to. Uh, there was three things as a 17-year-old. I was looking at hotel management. Um, I was looking at um, um, sports science. And I was, I was, I was just quite good at, at, at numbers and, and finance and accounting and, and you know, had, had, had ridden the wave of technology. And so I was kind of looking at business slash tech. It was kind of three big buckets and... Um, I, I ended up choosing the latter um, and I think you go into university and you just kind of then figure it out. And, mm -hmm. and I, I started the course, went overseas for a year, came back and probably by the third year um, I really just I started, started enjoying it and found it really, you know, I felt a real passion for business. Um, and, you know, I'm a firm believer that, you, you have to find a passion in life and then you really work it and, and try and be the best you can in whatever is your passion area. Uh, doesn't matter what it is as long as you've got a passion. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I started at PwC at the time and just the people were awesome. The people at the client sites were awesome. And I just, I, I love the human element of it more than the, you know, you have to do the technical work and you have to be good at the technical work, but just love being with people and self-motivated people and go-getter people. And and I've just kind of always, yeah, continue to be with good people that 
want to do want to do good stuff. Awesome. And fast forward, I'll save everyone the amazing story, but Luke ended up rising the ranks, becoming the CEO of PwC Australia, which is unbelievable. And now I want to get on to what I think is the most exciting stuff, and that is the company you've started, Sayers. And first, could you just tell us about Sayers? What is Sayers and what is the goal? Big question. Yeah, so our, uh, our business that we've, we've started um, is a, an investment and advisory business. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're basically not happy. We're restless with the, the, the status quo here in Australia. Uh, and we think there's a new quo, a new quo or a different way of doing things that, that, is, um, that, is, that is better than the past. And, and a lot of business is, is quite repetitive and, and doing things the way that they've always been done. Um, we've founded this business and it's built on the premise of, of, of doing, uh, doing better things, um, doing better things for our clients, for our people, for society, um, uh, less on the environment, uh, better for the environment, uh, more on the crypto and the new currencies versus the old currencies. You know, we're trying to, to be at the, the, the front edge of, uh, edge of that. And so we have an advisory uh, arm, which is, you know, advising clients. Um, in particular, we're very focused on kind of brand marketing and, and that whole space. We're also very much into infrastructure and precinct um, uh, policy design set up uh, and all the way through, not the construction piece deals and so buying companies selling companies rolling up companies listing companies um, uh, we do a lot of work also uh, in the technology and, and new wave sort of platform space uh, rather than the old the old ERP big box uh, big box space so one part of it is advising to clients and then there's another part of it which is the investment part of it which is you know, us investing alongside our clients and also us um, working with family officers to run their money and help those family officers and or high net worth individuals with the way in which they they create wealth uh, here, in, here in Australia. And so we're very much focused on both the advice and also the skin in the game and the investment side of the, uh, side of the coin. No, and like, you know, say is I remember you started in 2020 off the back of COVID, I read. And, you know, in the two years span, you've really grown the company like really large. And what I'm curious about, so you were just telling us all about how sales is all about the future, about technology, about environment, all of these different factors. So is this the way you see business now going? Being more understanding, more companies, more receptive to, you know, people's wants and desires, environment. Tell us more. Yeah, no, I think the world's the world's you know changing at a rapid pace, and there is a tsunami of the kind of fifteen to forty-five year old people in the workforce that are coming um, for us old old guys and old old women. No, um, can I just cut in? Be, yeah, can I cut in? Like you're like you're so like you're still really young. And you've done like such amazing things with your company. Like genuinely, like most, like, 
in my opinion, from my viewpoint, you had a, an amazing job at PwC, CEO, and you left that, you want to start your own thing, you know, explore doing something really different, something really creative, you know, technology, science, investing, you know, advisory. And I just think that's so amazing. But continue on. Sorry for interrupting. You're too, you're too kind. Thank you. Thank you, Chloe. But, I, you know, it, it's, it's up to, yes, you know, kind of my generation, but even more importantly, your generation and my children's generation, because um, you are fundamentally different than, than my generation and my parents' generation. You're, you're more societally aware. Um, you, you, you worry and concern yourself about things that my generation and my parents' generation um, didn't. Um, and you overlay that, you know, it's the globe, it's not, it's not a country, it's, it's the environment, it's not just about jobs, um, it's, it's digitisation of everything, it's not just about manual ways of doing things like this. These mega trends, the rise of Asia versus the Western democratic system, like, like it is fundamentally a very different world and I think that's really exciting. It, it's, it's scary um, every single day because, you know, your generation are also much more educated than, than, than our generation in depth and also in, in breadth. And so how you um, bring those people into your workforce, how you also, you know, teach them cer certain things, but you also let them run such that, you know, you can get on and change your organisation and change your world is the magic is the magic herbs and spices. And not a lot of organisations are able to do that because of the hierarchies and the way in which they, they, they look at power boundaries associated with traditional hierarchical structured models. Um, flat models, hierarchy-less, um, democratic power, um, women and men the same, um, and or every other variant, like, away we go. No, I think that's a pretty good way to sum up this podcast. I think that was great hearing from that. But I have one final, and I think this is a pretty important question, and that is, how are the Blues going to do this year? <laughs> the Blues. Um, the Blues are, uh, are going to do well this year, Chloe. They're going to do They're going to do. Better than last year. They're going to be harder at the ball. They're going to be more consistent. Uh, they're going to have a better balanced game plan between offense and defense. Um, and they're going to be much, much more consistent. Uh, and you won't see the peaks and troughs that, uh, that that you saw last year or the year before. So um, delighted with uh, the leadership that we've got in place. Um, we're changing the the culture and the way in which we we do things at Carlton. And you know I'm optimistic that it's going to be a it's going to be a good year for uh, for all the blue bagger supporters that uh, that may listen to your podcast. <laughs> That's great though, and thank you again, Luke, for coming onto the podcast. It was great talking to you about Sayers and your journey, and obviously Carlton. And thank you everyone for watching and listening. Make sure to share this with all your friends and tell your teachers you liked the podcast. And hopefully you'll listen to the next episode. Bye. And right, and right back at you, Chloe, a big plug to you because you're exactly the sort of go-getter person. Um, I'd love to see it. either Carlton 
or its size. <laughs> I appreciate it. With it all. <laughs> Thank you.